Welcome to the Five Star Life Show, your home for content related to education, parenting, and changing wrong mindsets so you can live a five-star life. I'm your host, Coach Seth. Let's do this. Welcome back to the Five Star Life Radio Show. I'm your host, Coach Seth, and I'm joined in studio with the amazing Coach Mia, my co-host. <laughs> Thanks, Seth. So we are back. We're back in the studio. I love being in the studio. So do I. I love this new. You know, we're we're kind of uh, piloting. If you're watching this uh, by video, which if you're just listening uh, to our podcast, that's wonderful. Welcome. Uh, but or if you're listening on the radio welcome. But we also have this laid out by video that if you want to see our faces uh, and we're experimenting with new mics, uh, which I kind of like. Mm-hmm. And I asked for a soft filter and I did not get one. So <laughs> be kind. <laughs> so she's off to a great start. She's a little self-conscious folks. So uh, don't let that throw you off because <laughs> it's not about us. It's no, about you. No. So what are we going to talk about today? Uh, you know, we're going to talk about uh, how to, how to restore confidence. Um, you know, this, this, we did a whole series of lessons that talked about this, the theme of restore, uh, how to bring back, how to restore, how to repair or renew something. And, you know, confidence is one of those things that, um, it it can take a hit when the world is very negative. I've heard that for every one positive word of encouragement, there are 19 criticisms, and so when you think about that, it's heavily weighted against us. And then you think about just like biologically, neurologically, research says that like 85% of our thoughts are negative. We are prone to the negative. So we do it to ourselves, and then the world around us is very critical. <laughs> so confidence is kind of a big deal. Um, it, it's kind of a core part of what creates our personality, it's a core part of, of limiting us in our aspirations, whether it's relational aspirations, whether it's financial aspirations, work aspirations, or, or launching us into greatness. If we don't have the confidence, we severely limit our potential. That's interesting because I just had a holiday and I've been doing the family holiday for, I don't you know how many years and going into it. First of all, I had very negative thoughts <laughs> and I, you're not alone. Don't beat yourself up. <laughs> I lacked confidence. And, and why, why do we do that to ourselves? It's habit. So we, we have, it doesn't have to be this way. Like this is what I've just spit out is basic research, but there's no research that says you can't change. Actually, all of the research says neurologically, they continue to study the brain with all this technology and they're finding that our brains are so elastic and so moldable, we don't have to be negative. But there's there's some key things we've got to do to start to change our trajectory. Like there's some people that you see that are, they're just, they, they're rare, but they're very positive and they're not pie in the sky positive, not fake positive. They truly, from within, there's this innate positivity. The glass is not just half full, it's overflowing. 
And so they don't think in terms of limitations. When you talk to them, they're, they seem like they're, <laughs> they're there with you. It's, they have a completely different personality, a completely different vibe from normal. And that's something that all of us can have. And it's something like I've, I've interacted with people like that. I'm like, that's, that's exactly what I want. How do I get there? So a part of Five Star is my own personal journey to exploration and learning how to live a Five Star life. And we all have the, yeah, but, yeah, but, you know, I didn't have his family and of course he's that way. Yeah, there's, there's so many reasons why we are where we are. And we can either spend our time focusing on the reasons or we can spend our time focusing on who we want to be and what those solutions are. I mean, we're going to spend our energy and our time in one of two ways. One's going to be productive. One's going to be probably not as productive. And we want to be productive. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess it's not just about productivity. It's about who we want to be. Sure. It's like, who is it that we want to be? And if you're listening to this live, we produce these weekly and we release them um, on our podcast. We release these on, on our local radio station. If you're listening live, this is, this is uh, just about December. So, so we're, we're, we're at the beginning of December and it's the holiday season. This is uh, a, a really intriguing season because it, it's, it's all things to all people. There's people that hate this time of year. There's people that love this time of year. There's people that this time of year uh, stresses them out, the pressure of shopping and taking care of family and having the perfect holiday or Christmas. And then there's some that just they dread it because they don't want to think about the lost loved one they have, that this is going to be a tough year for them. And you have everything in between. But the thing that I really encourage people this time of year to do is, is to take time to reflect and since we're talking about confidence, reflect on your 2022 and the life you lived and the victories, the struggles, and, and make sure you take time to reflect and look back on that so that you can learn from it. And then you can make changes and, and think critically about what, what tweaks do you want to make? Where do you want to be in a year from now? A year from now, for us, it goes pretty fast. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe how fast 2022 went. Yeah. But, but when you stop and think about where you were a year ago, like there's some really cool things I can look back on and say, wow, I mean, a year ago, this wasn't happening. I didn't have this in my life. And so in a year, it's amazing how it's quick, but your whole life can change in a year. You know, we just had a holiday and had all my family over, and it's it, we did as my small family that, you know, looked at my larger family and we kind of walked through the people and we were like, they've changed so much. Like our holiday this year was completely different than any other holiday. It was probably the best holiday we've ever had together. So that's cool too, to look at other people, Yeah, you know, not only focus on yourself, but man, like what's going on in their life, you know? Celebrate. And and when you take time to reflect, you get to celebrate the wins in other people's lives, Mm -hmm. which Again, that that makes you a better friend, a better parent, um, a better coworker when you can look back. Because who takes time to look back and reflect on other people? Yeah, <laughs> we're so self-centered. We, we, we are really focused are. on us. Yeah, and it's amazing when that person just encourages encourages you with something about the the, the transformation you've been under. It's encouraging. Like, mm-hmm. hey, they noticed. <clears throat> And then you're helping them build their confidence. Absolutely. I think we do that well as a, as a staff 
as a management that we we are very insightful into where people are and where they were. Yeah, and it's intentional. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think when you're intentional about it, it's you know you have an annual review, you have 90 day reviews, you have these different reviews. Ultimately, the month of December has become an annual time where I just do a personal review. I'm reviewing all kinds of things uh, personally and my family and work. And when you give yourself that space, it's amazing how brilliant we are, how brilliant our minds are, and how we get revelation and epiphanies and ideas and insights that are really good. Pretty powerful stuff. Mm -hmm. So um, confidence. How do you, how do you build and create confidence? Uh, Cindy, um, a friend of five star, uh, she's a financial uh, representative in the investment world. And she said something profound. I never heard it said this way. I thought it was brilliant. She said, uh, Seth, uh, you know, competence creates confidence. So when when you have co- competency, you know, if I know how to use this MacBook Air computer, then I'm confident when I'm in front of it. But if I have no clue, I have no skill, no competency with how to use a MacBook Air, I'm not confident. I'm struggling. I'm frustrated. I don't know what I'm doing. It's struggle bus. So, so the key to gaining confidence then becomes developing a confidence. So if you're competent in math, if the kid's competent in math, he's going to be confident in math class. If he's competent in a sport, he's going to be confident on the court, on the field. If, she, if he or she is confident with the musical instrument or with vo, you know, vocal lessons, they're going to be confident in a performance. And so for us as adults, th- there are certain competencies that we have that we have confidence in those areas. And the, the big question today I want to I ask is, what area of your life do you have some confidence? And it goes back to a competence, a skill that you've worked on, where you have confidence in that area because you've really dove into it. You've become um, a master. That's what I want to unpack in, this, in, in, in today's uh, uh, show. That's good. Don't ask me that question. <laughs> I always get nervous. Somehow these become like my um, yeah. I'm de- it's here. coming. You, that's your that's your heads up. It's, all right. it's definitely it's coming. coming for all of you too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Think about it. Um, we're going to take a quick commercial break. If you have not uh, ever been to our website, I want to encourage you to take a moment. Go to fivestarlife.org to learn more to donate to volunteer. Did you know that you can bring the values, lessons, and mindsets Coach Seth discusses on the Five Star Life podcast to your local community? Schools are searching for programs and content that work. Just a simple introduction to your teacher or principal could be a game changer in your community. Inquire at fivestarlife.org and someone from our team will be in touch. Welcome back, Coach Seth here with my co-host, Coach Mia. Thank you, Seth. I was enjoying your conversation about competency. Yeah, so, you know, ultimately, uh, competence, as Cindy said, competence creates confidence. So if there's an area that we're lacking confidence in, you just need to take a moment to reflect back on why is it? Do, do I not have the skills I need to be confident in this area? What is it? Where do I need to shore up my competencies so I can be more confident in this area? It's as simple as that. And, and so then we take a step back and say, well, h- how is it that we approach creating a competency? Think about the, the skills, the competencies you have. 
all of them are rooted in discipline. You know, we're, we're incredible. Biologically, we are incredible creations. There's just not much we can't do if we apply ourselves. That application consistently, day after day, week after week, month after month, is the function of discipline. And discipline uh, is, is what creates a competency or skill. It's that simple. So this idea that, man, I just don't know how to do this, or I just don't feel confident about that, about that. The, the, the thing that should give every one of us hope and should excite us is really it's a matter of counting the cost. Do I really want to be confident in that area? Do I really want to be competent in that area? If it's important enough for my life, then it, I can have it. It's just a matter of do I want to put the time and energy to, to, to put the discipline in to get there? Because we can do just about anything. Mm-hmm. How do you feel with your children? Like, did they come to you and say, Dad, I want to be better in basketball? Or like, how did you help them build that confidence in their areas? You know, so when, when they were young, it was just trying to get them as, in, as involved as many things as possible. Mm-hmm. And um, y- you try to point them in directions, get them involved, see what they like, um, and see what they kind of have an affinity for, what they enjoy. So when you do find that area that they, they enjoy, then what's that next step of taking it to the next level? Well, it, it just depends. Um, th- there's so many things you want your kids to learn. Um, being, all my kids play team sports in some way, and they, they will. Because all of the research says that kids who are involved with a team sport or a some form of team, it can be band, it can be theater, it can be dance, something that involves more than one person, it's like the data is through the roof. Academically, they outperform other kids. Behaviorally, they're more well-balanced. They're more well-adjusted. They have more confidence. There's something powerful about, about that. So my encouragement to families is get your kids involved in something where they can learn how life works. And they can learn kind of like, okay, what I put into this is what I'm going to get out of it. Mm-hmm. And they start to learn that if I put in practice, I can improve. They start to learn this very concept that if I will put the time in or do the work, it it changes my experience in the play, in the theater, with my vocals, with whatever it is. And so I think giving them those exposure opportunities is key. You know, once they, every kid is so different. Like some kids are incredibly driven and self-starters. Other kids you have to put push a little bit because we as parents are competing with Netflix and with cell phones and with all these other things. So it gets a little harder to pinpoint because every kid's so different. That's good. Um, yeah, I was thinking too, is like even with team, it's it's always like with basketball. So obviously like to be better for free throws, you it's repetition, but also it's conflict resolution. I mean, there's so many other things when you do get your kids involved that they become good at. They do, and the the great thing about when you when you go on this this track of hey, I'm going to build a competency, I'm going to play this instrument, I'll be a part of this sport or this player or whatever, it it puts them in a world like you said where they learn about how the world works, and they also learn about how they work, and I mean, right now I've got I've got a a, a son who he has competence, he has skill 
but right now he's been struggling with confidence. So it's really interesting. So, so you can have a individual competency, but then when you're thrown up in front of uh, a fan base and when there's a judge judging your vocals or when there's a, 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 a scoreboard on the wall, it changes up. Now, how are you going to do in that moment? Which version of you comes out there? And so, which is how the world works. There are certain arenas you step into where you can have all of the competency in the world, but but what about, do you have a competency to show up in these moments when there's pressure? And that is, for this son, right now he's in the middle of a battle. He's, he's having to figure that out. And the tough thing about that is everybody at that point has to, they have to want it and they have to learn and they have to dive in personally and, and do some tough work to, to accomplish what they want. I think that's a hard place for a parent. Oh, you, man. Um, I just remember that with the girls. You know, the first instinct is I'm going to quit. And they tell you all the reasons why they're going to quit. And then you're saying you're not going to quit because you committed to this. And, you know, then just navigating through that. And, I mean, we can laugh about it now, but th- those were tough times. They are tough. And, and, again, this is where this is the power. If you want your kids to learn how the world works and how success works, <laughs> this is it. Because what are you made of? What am I going to do? These are all things that are, because they've put some investment into it and it matters to them, these are things that they have to wrestle with. And either they're going to run from it, like they're going to, they're going to, they're, they're going to do kind of the, we have these basic instincts. We either fight it, we, we flee, or we freeze. We're either going to run from that inner, that conflict, uh, that battle. We're going to, face it head on, right? Or, or we're going to freeze up. And, and then we get to figure out like, okay, do I want to stay a, as a person who runs? Because that will follow them into the next thing. It will show up elsewhere. Do I want to face this head on? Or do I really want to just be stuck in fear? And this is the power of of getting your kids involved as many things. And, and this is right now probably the biggest mistake I see parents making is trying to be an umbrella from reality. It, and what I mean by that is you hate to see your kids suffer. So what we have is we have a generation of parents that have created this massive umbrella. And we blame teachers, we blame coaches, we blame, we blame ourselves. We send the, them to therapy and counseling for all the mistakes we made as parents. And again, I'm not knocking any of those things. I'm just saying we put, we put this big umbrella out for our kids. And what it, if you think about um, trees or, or biological plants, if they're put in, in, in conditions that don't reflect reality, there's no wind, there's no rain, and then you try to transplant that thing. Or if you try to expose it to a real storm, that thing will get drowned out. It'll get blown over because why? The root didn't get, get, get they didn't go down. When we as parents fail to allow our kids to be exposed to the storm of life, they miss out on the battering. They miss out on the, the wind, which causes roots to have to be developed. And some of that work 
has to happen on their own with your support, but they have to figure some of that out. You don't just abandon them, but you guide them through it, not just pull them out of it. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. And it, it, when you said you don't just abandon them, I remember those times too. You do, you you show up for every game and you're, you're the eye contact and you're saying, you got this, you got this. We know you're in a hard situation. So that's important too. Yeah, it, it's it, because you're you're ultimately you're also modeling that we're we're doing life together, mm-hmm. and and um, ultimately at the core of every one of us, and this sounds really cliche, but uh, love is at the center of all of us. We 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 all want to be loved, and that's a big part of what shapes our identity, our personality, who we are, and so when you are struggling and you have a kid that's struggling in their performance, in their sport, in the classroom, whatever, it's very hard for them to not connect that directly to their self-worth, their value and their identity. Right? Mm-hmm. It is very difficult. And so it's it's having those conversations. It goes back to the root of, well, what's your identity in? You know, so this, maybe this performance of this sport of this, whatever didn't work out the way you want. So what are you going to learn from this? And what are you truly rooted in? And and what does your best look like in this situation? What is you being the best version of yourself? And what does winning look like now for you right now? And what's one simple step? That's where parenting comes in. And then whether your kids want to listen to that or not, that's up to them. Yep. They do though. Then our girls are older. So you can look back. I mean, we're at a fun age with the, you know, that you can look back and see that all the seeds you planted and they, they have made a huge impact in their lives. Yeah. Very, very, very powerful. We got to take a quick break. We'll come back with more for this. Five Star Life is a not-for-profit organization dedicated to changing the face of culture by changing kids' mindsets. Since 2005, we've impacted hundreds of thousands of lives thanks to the generous support of individuals, small businesses, corporations, and foundations. Are you interested in helping Five Star Life grow into all 50 states? With your donation or introduction, you can help bring Five Star Life to your community, school, and state. Go to fivestarlife.org and send us an email today. That's F-I-V-E-S-T-A-R-L-I-F-E dot O-R-G. Coach Seth here. We're back with Coach Mia. Thanks, Seth. And we're having this conversation about you know, how to restore confidence and competence is the key. Competence creates confidence. And the thing that, that you use to create a competence is discipline. In the last segment, we were just, we we're talking about from a parent perspective, you know, you're trying to get your kids to build confidence. You're trying to figure out what their gifts are, helping them explore what their gifts, their talents are. Um, and it takes some, there's some discipline to actually become good at something, to have a skill. And, and then we, we actually, you know, got off on a little bunny trail talking about, you know, th- this idea that as a parent, it, it really is kind of a discipline as a parent to force yourself not to hold an umbrella out for your kids everywhere they go. Not to be that, that parent, that, that helicopter parent that's protecting them from the storms of life. But to it, it takes some discipline in today's culture. And it, it, it's like the pendulum swings. We all judge um, the previous generation, our parents. We, we judge them, and then we overcompensate for what they did, right? And, and so the, the previous generation, 
was not the most touchy feely. What was not, you know, that that's often what people say. And so we try to over, um, you know, give our kids what we didn't get. That's often what happens. And so we have a, a pretty good generation of parents right now that are definitely trying to protect their kids from the realities of life. And ultimately what that does is that actually limits them is it puts them in this false reality. They don't truly understand how the world works because we as parents have protected them and sheltered them from it. Does it mean I throw them into the deep end of the pool and they can't swim? No, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about the, the importance of them. You mentioned with your girls, you know, they're not getting the amount of playing time they want or they're, they're not, they didn't get the role and the performance they wanted and so they want to quit. It's like, no, you, you finish what you started and you figure out how to thrive in that environment still, right? Mm-hmm. What does a win look like? It's, you didn't get that starting role like you wanted. You get the playing time you wanted. What does it look like to win? That's how you build resilience. And actually, it what that does is you're giving them a competency that most people don't even think about. How do you teach kids how to be resilient and strong and how to thrive in tough situations? That's a skill. That's a competency to make the best out of a bad situation instead of just being a person that runs from every single difficult situation. You know, and I think we've, we are also experiencing that even in the workplace of that they, these kids didn't learn these skills and then they, you know, go, have gone to school, come to work, and it's, they, they can't handle it. And, and that's, it's, I, it breaks my heart for them because, you know, to learn that in your 20s and instead of, you know, in your teens. Yeah, I mean, the average person changes jobs every three years now. And so you think about that number. Um, and again, am I saying you should stay stuck in a job you hate? Not at all. But it's hard. It's really hard to uh, develop competencies and skills if you don't commit and become, and this this is the word, so dis- discipline, that word comes from a Latin word, disciples, which ultimately, it, it paints this picture of, of a disciple. Uh, and a disciple has a desire to be like his master. Going back to the, the old Latin root word and what was happening that day, you had an apprentice and you had a master. You had a disciple, right? And so you were going to become a master in this area. You're going to develop a competency. And it would take, it's been years and years with that person working alongside them. Today's culture, we've lost that art of paying our dues. Maybe that's that's the concept. Um, people don't like that idea of like, why should I have to pay my dues if I'm smarter or more educated or whatever? It's like, well, th- there are certain things that just take, take experience. And I think our current culture has lost that idea of experience. Now, talk to anybody in executive leadership right now, and they will tell you, oh, it's real. <laughs> experience is, we, it's hard to find people with experience. It's, it's, it's hard to find people that want to grow, go through the process of developing experience. Because ultimately, when it's painful, if the pain point gets too high, I'm just out. Because I'm going to look for an exit sign where I can go where there's not as much pain. 
And guess what happens? It's great for 12 months, 18 months. And then guess what happens? It gets to that point where you have to learn and grow. And then it's painful again because we're hitting a ceiling often, Mm -hmm. but the ceiling is us. It's not always created by the organization. It's our own lack of skills that we don't necessarily want to grow and learn at the next level. I think too that there's there's just more things available that you don't have to like like with cooking. I mean, you can have your phone and get a meal. You know, it never used to be like that. You had yeah. at least had to like be creative and mm-hmm. you know go if you didn't want to get in your car, you know, do something at home. But you don't have to do that anymore. Yeah, true. Like I I smoked. Uh, I got a I got a, a smoker on Facebook Marketplace. I got like I'm I'm a very much a novice, right? So I don't want to spend a bunch of money. Got this smoker. And normally you'd have to like, you know, work alongside somebody that's smoked before or whatever, but you can just go on YouTube and yeah. you can do a tutorial and boom, you know, in a half hour, I'm a smoker. <laughs> You're the master. <laughs> I'm the master smoker. <laughs> Talking about food here, folks. Uh, no judgment. So it, anyways, it, it is it is a technology in, in the rapid rate at which we can learn is wonderful. I'm not talking about that. I think it's amazing. Mm-hmm. So you can go further faster now for sure which is a huge ad. Uh, but what I'm talking about, you have to be in certain environments and certain meetings with certain situations. That takes time and experience. There are no shortcuts to a lot of the hard work that really people in business and education are looking for experience and dealing with parents or with kids. You can have all the head knowledge, but when you're, when you're dealing with widgets and with food, that's one thing. You're dealing with human beings. <laughs> Every situation is completely different. It takes reading the room. It takes experience. Mm-hmm. And it also takes, you know, it goes back to that competency. It, it takes time and it takes failures and, you know, wins. And then you have to kind of sift through it. Yeah. So the question I have is, you know, for everybody listening, is what area of your life, when you think about this last year, what is the area that you just are unsettled and you want to do better. You, you, you lack confidence or you lack uh, success in that area, one or the other. Um, and if you lack success, but you're confident, that means you're, you, you lack self-awareness. <laughs> so, so, so if you're losing and you are confident what you're doing, you're doing it wrong and you don't know it, <laughs> right? That's, that's that reality. Uh, but for those of you who are seeing like, I'm not where I want to be and, and you realize like, okay, I'm not confident. My question is, what is the, what is the tweak you need to make? What competency do you need to build to become confident and then back it up from there. What disciplines do you need to put in place to build that competency? If you take some time right now to think that through in about a couple minutes, you'll have some simple ideas that will put you on a track. I think too, immediately I always think of like health or exercise, but right. really it did so much more. I mean, just relationships and that's what I was going to say. We're talking about relationships. Mm-hmm. We're talking about in business or in education. Um, you can be on a line and you can make a widget, you can make something and it's very fulfilling because you know, at the end of the day, you, you met your quota, you, you did it with excellence. That's very satisfying and very fulfilling. And <clears throat> it takes some experience to do that. But human beings working with a team, whole different level. 
I often hear people say that, um, oh, I like to work alone. Oh, I, you know, I can, <laughs> I'm self-motivated. And people really crave team. They crave people. They crave community. And But to be in a community, it, it does take, uh, you know, practice, time. You have to be self-aware. And the lie is, well, I'm just not good with people. Well, I'm shy. Well, I, 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 people annoy me. Yet we have all these things that we can say, and they're just excuses for why we don't think we can be better. <clears throat> so if that's you, I want to say it's very possible that you become socially, um, uh, n- not just so you don't sink your own ship, but you can become really good socially. It's just, it's a competency. Being kind is a competency. Being thoughtful is a competency. Holding your tongue is a competency. Speaking up, being assertive, all these things are skills and competencies that we can practice. We can practice those things. And again, it's amazing in just a month or two how much you can grow if you'll be disciplined. All right, we're out of time. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come right back and wrap up the show. Five Star Life offers year-round programs for kids at our 350-acre training facility that we call Summit. These programs focus on three core components. First, each program includes lessons from our curriculum that targets kids' mindset. Secondly, each program teaches a skill like equine, archery, blacksmithing, basketball, fishing, boating, and many more. Thirdly, our programs connect kids to mentors we call coaches who are trained to help kids live a five-star life. Go to fivestarlife.org to learn more or sign up your kids. Welcome back. Coach Seth here joined with Coach Mia. We're talking about how to restore confidence. And I just learned a competency, or what I, I learned how to, <laughs> competency, where my home, what is it? I don't even, I guess I didn't, it's control center. I just learned where the control center was on my phone. <laughs> so we're talking about how competence creates confidence. Here we go. <clears throat> and Mia, uh, she she in in the break she was um, looking for her her stopwatch and and for some other things in the control center. So she now has the competency with this new phone she has. Mm-hmm. She now how she knows how to use it. So small steps. Yeah, baby steps. <laughs> so you know you think about being a a master. Mm-hmm. It, the word discipline comes from uh, disciples, which means like a student becoming a master. You want to attain something. You want to be a master. And so the, the thing I want to ask everybody to do is to really think about like your life. As you think about the next year, what like are you currently living the life of your dreams? Like, are you living the way you want to live? Look at your family, look at your finances, look at your health, look at those different areas and think about like, are there areas that you you don't like the way it's going? You don't like the level of confidence that you walk into a room or you approach an area of your life in? Is there that area? And then step back and say, okay, well, what area do I need to create a, a competence so that I have more confidence? What area do I need to be more efficient in? Where do I, need, like, competence is doing something successfully, being able to do something successfully. And so you look at the areas of your life last year where you had success, keep those going, but the areas that, where there is failure, what needs to change? And, and and then what are the disciplines that you need to create to gain that competency? Mia, you've got competencies. What would you say some of your top, like first comp- competency that pops up? I knew uh, you were going to ask in, me in that. Mind? And I really, you know, 
um, I guess, organization, uh, design, entertaining. I mean, I'm very confident in mm-hmm. those skills. Yeah. And, and I would say socially, you're just a fun, engaging person. Like you have a, you're, you're, you, you have a competency in reading people so you can read people. So I, 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 I'd love taking Mia places because she can always tell who likes me and who doesn't. So thank, thankfully. Everybody likes Seth. <laughs> but I think everybody on the planet loves me. And it's so funny because she'll be like, uh, Seth, that person's not for you. <laughs> and she's always right every, every single time. And I always, every single time, I'm like, no, that's not true. It's not true. And she's always right. So I've started to learn, like, okay, I've got to, I've got to tune into her competency in this area because I, I don't have the most discernment with people sometimes because I, I see everybody as – uh, as they could be in 10 years. That's almost how I see people. I see like people, I see them now, but I almost like, I, I, I see their, I listen to the way they talk. I see the way they move. I, I see how they engage. And I'm thinking, oh, this is where they're, I see their forward trajectory, which is one of my strengths. Mm-hmm. But one of my weaknesses is seeing like, oh, this is where they are right now. <laughs> and and this is reality. I think you said something, and I maybe the wording wasn't the same, but you like to tune into somebody else's competency. I think that's incredibly important um, as you talk about a master and you know people that have like perfected that skill. It's because uh, I love sitting in meetings with you and watching you. You're great at an, uh, asking questions and nothing. You and you really never take offense. Nothing's personal. You break down the situation, and I, I really admire that about you. And I, I do love to sit in a meeting and learn. Wow. Thank you. I'm going to invite you over for dinner tonight, and you can talk to my, my family about that. Uh, <laughs> it's so funny. Why is everything a question? <laughs> so, you know, it's funny because um, it, it, we have real families, real lives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but I know my kids, they're, they're definitely cleaning and learning. And so it's funny because probably the, the, the one in my family that hates the questions the most, he probably asks the most questions himself. <laughs> it's, so, it's so interesting. He asks great questions. Um, so, so it's very funny. Uh, so, so, you know, you have these different competencies. Uh, can you think of an area, Mia, putting you on the hot seat here, um, an area moving forward into 2023 that you're like, man, I, this is a competency I want to build. This is an area that I want to... I want to bring some discipline into. I always go to health just because I'm just not disciplined. Um, On and off the health wagon? Yeah, always. Never consistent. So that that I would love to uh, get better in that area. Mm -hmm. And I think, too, uh, taking time off and kind of just chilling. Yeah, I'm not good at that. You're really bad at that. Yeah. So me as the type of person... That it, if she has to take a half a day to do something with family or grandkids or something, she has this massive, she calls it Catholic guilt. <laughs> she has massive, massive guilt. And it's like, um, it, you know, it's okay. You can, you can, you can take time off. It's, it's okay. And you can actually, actually enjoy it. Um, so, so it's, it's very interesting. And I think it's one of the signs of people with high work ethic, um, and probably a little bit of workaholic tendencies. Um, and I don't mean that in a bad way. It's more an endearing term because I'm the same way. Um, but it can be a bad thing. Like I, I had a hard time. Uh, over the last three, four years, I've gotten a lot better at taking time. 
I would feel so guilty for taking time off work because one, I love my work. I'm passionate. It's a mission. Um, and there's always stuff to do. But when you think about the vision you have for your life and you think about all the areas, you you end up becoming unhealthier because you can't build the whole vision for your life, right? You, you can't invest in all those areas that are really important to living a rich, full five-star life. So that's big. I want to go back to, to so obviously we know each other, work closely together. So I know that you were working on that. So I, I like laid down the law and I was like, nobody is going to contact Seth. Nobody. And you have to help people get to where they want to go. Um, you know, and people don't like it, but you know, and you, you came back and you're like, oh my gosh, nobody called me. <laughs> you know? It was amazing. It's, yeah. a, it's amazing. And then that, that's a way when you recognize what other people are working on, you feel really valued. So I, I felt like you'd taken those steps to protect that time. That's, that's a big deal, you know? Mm -hmm. So then all of a sudden your, your relationship grows when you recognize those things, other people. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think when you think about relational competencies, um, that's a, that's a great thing to kind of process. How well do you recognize the competencies in other people? And, and bring those out and call them out and remind people of those things. Because when you stop and think about it, I mean, how often do people tell you, and you're really good at this. I mean, how, many, how often do people stop you looking at you and say, you're really good at this over here. It's really rare. Mm -hmm. Now, we have people all the time that are telling us what we're not doing enough of. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. probably like daily or weekly basis from others, but probably an hourly basis that we do to ourselves. So some of us need to really focus on that internal dialogue and develop some, some competencies in our mindset and what noise we have going in the background on a daily. All right, I will write that down too. That's a good <laughs> one for me. <laughs> so here, here is, here's the homework for everybody. Uh, this next month, you have a you have an opportunity to finish out the year take several weeks to slowly observe take time at night shut the tv off get up a few minutes early um don't be busy just to excuse me just to think just just to just to review look over your calendar look at the the big moments in your in your year look at what you did uh work wise look at your family relationships Look at your health. Look at your family. Um, look at your real estate situation. Look at all those key areas. And, and then just, just observe. And you'll just find that you will start to hone in on certain things. And you'll know, hey, this area, I want to work on this. And I wouldn't get overwhelmed with it. But if you, if you look at one or two areas that you know you want to make tweaks in, um, it's amazing how much we're capable of doing. If we have a focus, but you got to write it down and, and know, uh, Mia, you're really good at having a word every year. Mm -hmm. I already started thinking of mine yeah. for 23. Yeah. All right. You know, we're out of time. Uh, that's a wrap. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Go to fivestarlife.org. At Five Star Life, we are changing the face of culture through education and sports by changing the most important piece of a human being's life, their mindset. If you are interested in being a part of our journey, please visit fivestarlife.org for more information on volunteer and donation opportunities.